<laughs> okay, so, uh, oops. And, uh, um, record to the cloud. Okay, hopefully that's working. Okay, Hare Krishna, everybody. Sorry about that. It's just sorting out the live stream. Um, welcome to you all who just start with Mangala Charan. Om Jnana Timirandhasya Jnana Shalakaya Jakshurun Militam Jnana Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Siddhantot Palasarini Tirasikam Hangsang Vilasatmakam Audaryakya Sudhama Sevakatanam Vishramba Bhakti Pradam Yatya Yukti Vichakshanam Dakabido Vaishishta Shaktyasada Vandeham Tripurari Namakaya Tim Shri Bhakti Vedantinam Namaum Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishtaya Kutale Swami Shri Bhakti Vedanta Prabhupadaya Tenamaha Gurvakyam Shira Sidritva Shaktya Vesha Swarupine Hare Krishna Timantrena Pachati Prajatarine Chacharya Prabhariya Divya Karunya Murtaye Shri Bhagavata Madhurya Gita Gyana Pradayine Gaura Shri Rupa Siddhanta Saraswati Nishevine Radha Krishna Padam Bhoja Pringa Guravena Maha Devang Divya Tanum Suchanda Vadanam Balarka Chelanchitam Sandrananda Purangsadeka Varanam Vairagya Vidam Budhim Shri Siddhanta Nidhim Subhaktila Sitam Sarasvatanam Varam Vande Tangshibadhammadeka Sharanam Yashishwaram Shri Dharam Vanchakalapatrubhyascha Kripasindhu Evacha Patitanam Pavanepyo Vaishnavepyo Namunamaha Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadi Gaura Bhakta Vrinda Ajanulambita Bhujao Kanakavadato Sankirtanaika Pitaro Kamalaya Taksho Vishvambaro Dvijavaro Yugadharma Palo Vande Jagat Priyakaro Karunavataro Vande Shri Krishna Chaitanya Nityanando Odito, Godotaye Pushpavanto, Chitro Shando Tamonuto, Vandehang Shri Ramakrishno, Abhaya Charanasuko, Sukado Paramanando, Sundaro Subalaprio, He Krishna Karuna Sindho, Dina Bandho Jagatpate, Gopesha Gopika Kanta, Radha Kanta Namostute, Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi, Radhe Brindabaneshwari, Vrishabhanu Sute Devi, Pranamami Hari Priye. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Jai Shri Gurudev, Jai.
Welcome everybody. Thank you very much for being here. Um, oh, I've just remembered I'm in it, pin the post. There we go, okay. So yeah, welcome back everyone. Um, this is now the, the third and the final part of this series of talks on um, exploring the mercy of Sri Nityananda through song and Shastra. Um, we've, uh, we've been using, uh, the, the main song that we've been using as a, as a study is a song Lochandas Thakur called Akrodha Paramananda Nityananda Rai. And uh, in the first of these talks, we, uh, we introduced it and discussed the first verse. And in the second part, which was two weeks ago, we discussed the second and third verses. Um, so in the first verse, we um, introduced Lord Nityananda Prabhu and uh, spoke something about his, his glorious and divine presence. And then in the second verse, um, the song speaks about um, more about his mission uh, in terms of him going door to door and um, freely distributing the Harinam Mahamantra under the order of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And, um, and then the third verse we spoke about was uh, um, something about the um, extraordinary humility of Nityananda Prabhu, as he would uh, approach people with a, you know, with straw in his teeth um, and begging them, please, please purchase me by, by taking, uh, by, ch by chanting and worshipping Golda Hari, by ch asking them to chant Golda Hari. And um, so last time we spoke um, a little bit about, about his humility and his desire to get others to chant and worship uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We also spoke a bit about the material world and um, how Lord Nityananda Balaram is the source of all um, avatars um, from the, you know, from Sankarshan to the Vishnus and many other incarnations. And also that he is also the Paramatma within our hearts, always present with us. Um, so in that sense, he knows and understands the sufferings of all of us in the material world. And we also spoke a little bit about him opening the marketplace of the holy name, um, again, under the order of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Um, and uh, yeah, we spoke a bit about his, his childlike mood, his humility. So today we'll be um, studying the last two verses of the song, um, verses four and five, uh, and we hope to explore a bit more about Nityananda Tattva. Um, and hopefully at, at the end, after we've um, shared a few things, then hopefully we can sing the song, which uh, shouldn't take too long. But so I'll just share the screen um, so that you can see uh, the words, um, portion of screen, share, oh, it's, uh, it's, uh, so, uh, can everybody see that okay? The screen share, it's okay? Yeah, great, okay. So, yeah, today we're going to, uh, go on to verse four, um, so, yeah, we'll just we'll just read it. Um, 
so yeah so as i mentioned so far we've introduced nithyananda prabhu he's going door to door he's distributing maha mantra then he's approaching people in a very humble mood and he's begging them please purchase me by worshiping gaura hari and then lochandas thakur sings eto boli nityananda bhume gadija sonara parvata yeno and uh, this means, um, I don't have the English up. So speaking in this way, Nityananda Prabhu rolls on the ground, appearing like a golden mountain tumbling in the dust. So this now, after he's asked, uh, he's asking everybody, please chant Gora Hari. And as soon as he says this, Eto Boli, just saying that, Eto Boli Nityananda, Bhume Gadi Jai. Bhume means the ground, Gadi Jai, he's rolling. So as soon as, as, soon as he's chanted Gora Hari and inciting others to do the same, he's, uh, he's, he, he falls on the ground and he's rolling around. And uh, Lochandas Thakur says, uh, Sonara Parvata Yeno. Yeno means he's just like Sonara Parvata, a golden mountain, Dhulate Lotai, rolling in the dust. So it's quite an extraordinary verse um, of extraordinary behavior. Um, it's, uh, we don't usually see, um, we don't usually see anybody acting in that way. So we can understand that, for, you know, as soon as Jananda uh, Prabhu has, has even mentioned Gaura Hari, he's, he's exhibiting these um, ex extremely ecstatic symptoms due to his love, uh, due to the prema that he has for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and for Krishna. So one thing that's quite interesting is that uh, Nityananda Prabhu, he, he displays these ecstatic symptoms and in other places, it's, it's uh, other symptoms are described. It's like the, the, uh, the, the, the eight sattvic bhavas, the, the, for example, the perspiring and the crying and the trembling and losing consciousness. These symptoms are described. But also what I found interesting is that the same descriptions are there even even to the point, the same description of being like a golden mountain is also applied uh, to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Um, and actually in the, uh, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, in the chapter on the Lord's dancing at the Rathayatra, um, there's some verses which, uh, which include similar descriptions to what we're seeing here about Lord Nityananda. And it's very sweet because we'll see in these verses, I'll just read them, um, that Nityananda Prabhu is um, supporting Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in his ecstasy. So this is from the Madhya Leela 13th chapter from verses 84 to 88. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu danced, he displayed various blissful transcendental changes in his body. Sometimes he appeared as though stunned Sometimes the hairs of his body stood on end. Sometimes he perspired, cried, trembled, and changed color. And sometimes he exhibited symptoms of helplessness, pride, exuberance, and humility. 
When Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu fell down with a crash while dancing, he would roll on the ground. At such times, it appeared that a golden mountain was rolling on the ground. Nityananda Prabhu would stretch out his two hands and try to catch the Lord when he was running here and there. Advaita Acharya would walk behind the Lord and loudly chant, Haribo, Haribo, again and again. Just to check the crowds from coming too near the Lord, the devotees three circles. The first circle was guided by Nityananda Prabhu, who is Balaram himself, the possessor of great strength. So it's very... Um, it's very sweet here. So, so we're seeing, so both Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Lord Nityananda Prabhu uh, were exhibiting the same symptoms because of their prema. And on the one hand, in Chaitanya Charitamrita, we have Nityananda Prabhu supporting Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, in that mood. But there's also, um, it's also very sweet how this also happens the other way around. So Nityananda Prabhu is experiencing those symptoms. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is supporting him. And there's actually a very um, beautiful description uh, which uh, shows this. In, um, it's in the Chaitanya Bhagavat of Vrindavan Das Thakur. And it's at the time when, um, when Lord Nityananda and Lord Chaitanya met each other in the house of Nandanacharya. And uh, so when they, when they met each other, um, I'll read this passage um, for you. So, so they'd, they'd already met each other. And then it says, Nityananda Prabhu looked at Vishvambara's face and smilingly said, where were you? I searched the entire world, but could not find any news of you. Finally, I heard that the son of Nanda Maharaj is now living at Navadvip in Goldadesh, hiding his real identity. I have come here to catch this thief. Today I have caught you. How will you escape? Saying this, Nityananda Prabhu began to laugh, cry and dance. Lord Garanga also danced with Nityananda. Seeing Lord Nityananda's ecstatic madness for Krishna, Gaurachandra cried along with all the Vaishnavas. The happiness of Nityananda increased without limit. Although everyone tried to pacify him, they were unable. When all the devotees failed to calm him, Vishvambar personally embraced Nityananda Prabhu. As soon as Vishvambar embraced him, Nityananda Prabhu surrendered his life to him and remained motionless. Nityananda Prabhu offered his life to him to whom he belongs and thus fell on the lap of Lord Chaitanya. Lord Nityananda floated on the water of Lord Chaitanya's love just as Lakshman lay on the lap of Lord Ramachandra after being hit by the Shakti weapon of Ravan, Lord Nityananda swooned, being pierced by the arrows of love and devotion. Gaurachandra cried along with Nityananda as he lay on his lap. Both lords felt an indescribable happiness. Their love and affection for each other was like that of Sri Ram and Lakshman. There is no other comparison that can be made for the affection exhibited by Lord Gaurachandra and Lord Nityananda. After a while, Lord Nityananda regained his composure. All the devotees began to chant, Hari Hari! Seeing Lord Nityananda on the lap of Vishvambar, Gadadhar smiled and thought, 
This is contradictory. Lord Ananta always carries Vishvambar on his lap. Today, his pride has been smashed because he is on the lap of his Lord. So, yeah, I just thought I would share that to um, just to illustrate um, how sweet it is, how they both um, support each other and also how both Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Lord Nityananda Prabhu are very much um, entwined um, in their love for one another, in their support for one another, even from like the very beginning of Chaitanya Charitamrita in the, the second verse, Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami is, is presenting Agora Nityananda together, that they've come together. Vande Shri Krishna Chaitanya Nityananda Sahodito Gododai Pushpavanto Chitro Shando Tamudho. That she, uh, I offer my humble obeisances to Shri Krishna Chaitanya and Prabhu Nityananda, who have arisen simultaneously on the horizon of Golda, like the sun and the moon. Um, They've appeared to uh, dispel the darkness of ignorance and wonderfully bestow benediction upon all. So, um, so they're both appearing at the same time, both in a, 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 a shining effulgent form, both, uh, you know, like the sun and the moon, both of them compared to like golden mountains, something that's very overwhelming. Um, and very stunning, um, and and it says that they appear to to dispel the darkness of ignorance, and um, so what the darkness of ignorance is explained to be in um, Chaitanya Charitamrita and also in the Srimad Bhagavatam is um, the darkness of of cheating religion. So. Um, just like it says in the in the beginning of the Bhagavatam, that uh, completely rejecting all religious activities which are materially motivated, this Bhagavad Purana propounds the highest truth. And the materially motivated uh, religious activities are said to be, you know, these four principles of um, dharma, artha, karma, and moksha or uh you know moral duties um wealth um d desire uh for the senses sense uh, pleasure and and ultimately liberation um but in the same way that chaitanya mahaprabhu and nityananda prabhu are, di are dispelling that darkness of cheating religion uh, is the same way that srimad bhagavatam is uh, it, it's, the, it's the same the same thing that Bhagavatam is presenting. Um, Prabhupada says a little bit in that in that purport of that verse uh, in the Bhagavatam that these these uh, th those four principles are uh, sense gratificatory activities of, of religion. So um, my Guru Maharaj explains it like that this karma, artha, dharma and moksha, he says it's like it's like a scale with like at the one end is imprisonment and on the other end is freedom. Like the freedom that it's speaking of, moksha is speaking about like merging into the supreme. And it said that that is the foremost process of cheating because 
as it says in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, that the, the reason is because it causes permanent disappearance of loving service to Krishna. So it's the foremost of cheating. So these four principles are um, sense gratificatory activities. They're coming out of a sense of selfishness. Whereas with Nitai and Goranga and what the Bhagavatam is teaching, uh, my Guru Maharaj calls it a, a post-liberated idea. So it's, uh, it's completely beyond any, any of these uh, principles in the material world. So we spoke before that this uh, Nita and Goranga are the same Krishna and Balaram, that uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna and Nityananda Prabhu is Balaram. And they are giving, um, how can we say this, the, the, the post-liberated idea, is, uh, aside from these four kind of materialistic goals of life or sense gratificatory goals of life, they're giving the fifth goal of life, the actual prema, um, and this vraja prema. So because they are Krishna and Balaram themselves, they're not, um, they're not coming from expansions of Krishna and Balaram, you know, they're not coming from the Vishnus or anything. They are, you know, Nityananda Prabhu is directly Lord Balaram and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is directly Krishna. So they're coming and they're giving, they're giving that Vraja Prem. So they're coming from that place of pure love. And um, that place where, where in Braj, where devotees can associate in the most intimate way with God. And uh, so, so much love is, is exchanged there. So the reality of that, the reality of that Vraja Prem, um and experiencing it uh it's said that that's what that causes nityananda prabhu to act in this way like we're reading in this in this verse that he's you know he's he's crashing on the floor and he's rolling around and it's the vraja prem that causes him to act in this way and because he knows that chaitanya mahaprabhu is the same lord krishna then uh he um Sorry, he um, he becomes overwhelmed when um, when he when he even mentions Golda uh because of being conscious of this. So uh, this verse is describing these symptoms of him. There's also a similar verse <clears throat> in a song of Rindavan Das Thakur, Jaya Jaya Nityananda Rohini Kumar, and. Uh, in the sixth verse of that song, Vrindavan Das Thakur, he sings, Ahare Goranga Boli, Pade Bhumitale, Sharira Bhijilonitar, Nayanera Jale. Which means, calling out, Alas, O Goranga, he falls to the earth. Nitai's whole body becomes soaked with the tears from his eyes. So when we read these things, it just seems absolutely inconceivable. His entire body becomes soaked with the tears from his eyes. And in the following verse, Vrindavan Das Thakur, he says that he, can, he considers Lord Nityananda to be like Mount Sumeru falling on the earth. So as I say, it's just in line with that. There's something very overwhelming and stunning about, um, about their presence. So 
if Nityananda Prabhu, he becomes like this when, when he asks people to just chant Gauranga. So Mahaprabhu asked him, you go to people and you tell them, Bolo Krishna, Bhaja Krishna, Koro Krishna, Shiksha. You tell people about Krishna, you tell them to worship Krishna, chant Krishna's name and teach others about Krishna. So Nityananda Prabhu, he's doing that, but he's also simultaneously preaching Gaura Prema. He's also sharing that love for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And there's a few verses in um, there's a few verses in the first chapter of the Madhya Leela which just which describe that, which I'll just share with you. So uh, Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu sent Nityananda Prabhu from Jagannath Puri to Bengal, which is known as Goldadesh. And Lord Nityananda Prabhu overflooded that country with the transcendental loving service of the Lord. Sri Nityananda Prabhu is by nature very much inspired in rendering transcendental loving service to Lord Krishna. Now being ordered by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he distributed this loving service anywhere and everywhere. I offer innumerable obeisances unto the lotus feet of Sri Nityananda Prabhu, who is so kind he spread the service of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu all over the world. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu used to address Nityananda Prabhu as his elder brother, whereas Nityananda Prabhu addressed Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as his lord. Although Nityananda Prabhu is none other than Balaram himself, he nonetheless always thinks of himself as the eternal servant of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Nityananda Prabhu requested everyone to serve Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, chant his glories and utter his name. Nityananda Prabhu claimed that person to be his life and soul who rendered devotional service unto Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. In this way, Sri Nityananda Prabhu introduced the cult of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to everyone without discrimination. Even though the people were fallen souls and blasphemers, they were delivered by this process. So he's um, he's sharing God Prema and he's getting everybody to uh, uh, become conscious of who Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is. So he's simultaneously both following the instructions of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but he is also showing people who Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is. So we read uh, last time a, a, a quote of Srila Prabhupada from a class where Prabhupada said uh, that Nityananda Prabhu is Guru Tattva and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Saviour Tattva. The Guru is teaching how to worship Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So just like the Guru both follows the instructions of the Lord and also shows who the Lord is, Nityananda Prabhu is doing the same thing. So it's also said, um, it's also said, but Prabhupada says, Lord Nityananda, who is Balaram himself, the first direct manifestation or expansion of Krishna, is the original spiritual master. He helps Lord Krishna in his pastimes, and he is a servant of the Lord. So we're seeing here, we're exploring a little bit more about how Nityananda is, is Guru Tattva. So he's, 
He's helping Krishna in his pastimes and he is a servant of the Lord. Uh, we read earlier in the extracts from Chaitanya Bhagavat upon the, the meeting of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda Prabhu that when Mahaprabhu embraced Nitai, then Lord Nityananda Prabhu, he surrendered his life to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu um, in the same way that the, that the Guru surrenders his life to the Lord. Uh, my, my spiritual master, he says that there is, there is nothing, there is no part of Lord Nityananda that is not engaged in serving Lord Chaitanya. Uh, he, he has no other ego. So it's said that Lord Nityananda is Akanda Guru Tattva. So Akanda Guru Tattva can mean like um, the reservoir of Guru Tattva, or it, it can mean the, um, the principle of undivided Guru. So as any, any uh, Gurus that we have are all representative of Lord Nityananda Prabhu. And just in the same way that Nityananda Prabhu is 100% engaged in serving Lord, then similarly, this, to be a representative of Nityananda Prabhu, then the spiritual master is, all, is also 100% um, engaged in serving the Lord. And in this connection, um, in the purport of verse 46 from the first chapter of Adi Leela, Prabhupada says, if one poses oneself as an acharya, but does not have an attitude of servitorship to the Lord, he must be considered an offender, and this offensive attitude disqualifies him from being an acharya. The bona fide spiritual master always engages in unalloyed devotional service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. By this test, he is known to be a direct manifestation of the Lord and a genuine representative of Srinityananda Prabhu. Such a spiritual master is known as Acharya Dev. So all our all our teachers are, are explaining that Nityananda Prabhu is Guru Tattva. So he is Guru, he's Guru to us, but he's also a uh, Guru to Krishna. Um, uh, my, my Guru Maharaj explains that Krishna has has different gurus. He he has um, he has his Diksha Guru, Sandipani Muni. He has uh, his Rasa Guru, Srimati Ratarani, and uh, and he has his family guru. And his family guru is Balaram. Um, my Guru Maharaj explains that in like um, ancient Indian society, the elder brother is always considered as a guru. And um, any those who take shelter of him, they have like a, a sort of a vatsalya mood for those who take shelter of them, like uh, protective love, um, a mood of, uh, of love, affection and competence. So in the same way that Balaram, Nityananda Balaram has this mood, then um, our spiritual masters also um, you know, have, have that same mood of love, affection and competence. So there is actually, there's a very nice article that's on the Harmonist actually about um, Lord Balaram, um, written by my Guru Maharaj. And in that article, um, one thing he says about Lord Balaram is that he says that he gives us uh, the strength to do what is correct, the strength to build a foundation for one's spiritual life on the ground of Shuddha Sattva, pure existence, governed as it is by Ram's Santini Shakti. 
so I really like this this quote, and there's uh, two, two things here that I thought would be nice to speak a bit about. One is that he's saying Balaram gives us the strength, the, the strength to do what's correct, the strength to build a foundation. And um, my Guru Maharaj's spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada, also says the same thing. Sometimes Prabhupada would quote this, uh, this Vedic injunction. Um, it's from the Mundaka Upanishad. Nayam atma bala hinena labhya. Uh, which means like the, the self or paramatma um, is not attained by one who is spiritually weak. And Srila Prabhupada, he says that that, that injunction, that bala hinena labhya, he says it means that without the mercy of Lord Balaram, you cannot understand, you cannot realize your spiritual identity. So... Um, there's one verse in the Chaitanya Charitamrita in the in the sixth chapter. Bhakta Abhimana Mula Shri Balarame Se Bhave Anugata Tanra Angshagane. That the source of the sentiment of servitude is indeed Lord Balaram. The plenary expansions who follow him are all influenced by that ecstasy. And then there's a couple more verses giving some examples of expansions of Lord Balaram, like for example, um, Lord Sankarshan, uh, who is one of his incarnations, always considers himself a devotee. Another of his incarnations, Lakshman, who is very beautiful and opulent, always serves Lord Ram. So it says in this verse, like Balaram is that Bhakta Abhiman Mula, the Mula, the root or the source of uh, Bhakta Abhiman, like the identity of a devotee. So we read when we were discussing the first verse of this song, uh, where it says, Abhimana Shunya Nitai, Nagare Bedai, that Abhimana Nitai, he is devoid of false ego, or devoid of pride. Um, but what he does have is the Bhakta Abhiman, the identity of a devotee. And, um, and he helps us uh, to, to also uncover that uh, in, in ourselves. So it said that he's showing a state uh, in that quote, it says that on the ground of Shuddha Sattva, so Balaram, he gives us the strength to, to, to build a foundation for one's spiritual life on the ground of Shuddha Sattva, pure existence. So again, similarly, it's again, Shuddha Sattva, it's something that's outside, completely beyond any like material mode or material designations. You have the material modes of nature, the Tamas, Rajas and Sattva, like ordinary um, goodness, passion and ignorance. But uh, he's, he's giving us Shuddha Sattva, the pure existence beyond that. Just like in the same way that they're giving something that's beyond these mundane goals of religiosity, you know, the Dharma, Artha, Karma and Moksha. So we can understand that Nityananda Prabhu is beyond anything in this world. Um, there's uh, actually on that point of the, the of the mundane religiosity, there was an interesting point that I, I, I did hear in a class recently about Lord Nityananda Prabhu, that uh, my Guru Maharaj, he said that there is there is one thing that Lord Nityananda doesn't like, which is interesting because we, we, we've been hearing about how merciful he is and how he doesn't discriminate. But uh, my Guru Maharaj says there's one, one thing that Nityananda Prabhu doesn't like, 
and that is um, kaitava, that is cheating, cheating religion or uh, hypocrisy. And he gave the example of when Lord Balaram uh, actually killed Romaharshana Sutta. So probably most of you are familiar with, with the story that um, Romaharshana Sutta was sitting on the Vyasasan, um, speaking wise words to an audience of sages. And when Balaram um, entered the area, all the all the great all the sages stood up and offered him respects. But Romaharshana Sutta, he just stayed there sitting. Uh, sitting on the Vyasasana and didn't even get up or, you know, didn't pay any attention to Balaram. And um, so he was, he was speaking learned words, but he didn't actually have any realization uh, because when the Supreme Personality of God had entered, he just ignored him. So at the moment, just, I mean, Balaram killed him in an extraordinary way, just with a, a, a blade of kusha grass. It just, touched him with it but just just before he did Balaram says at least uh, this is how it's, it's spoken in Krishna book uh, that Balaram says I have appeared in order to chastise false persons who are internally impure but externally pose themselves as very learned and religious my killing of such persons is proper to check them from further sinful activity so it's quite interesting because so my guru used that as an example to show that Nityananda Prabhu he doesn't like cheating, uh, cheating religion um, or hypocrisy. Basically, people posing as as something but actually internally being something else. And as we know, Nityananda Prabhu he's not he's not killing body. Um, sometimes we hear that Krishna and Balaram were um, administrators of justice. But Nityananda and Gauranga are uh, distributors of mercy. So Nityananda Prabhu, uh, he, he, he doesn't literally kill people, but he, he changes their hearts by his extraordinary humility and, and by, his, um, by his mood of being that, um, that same Balaram. But so we can understand he has, he has nothing to do with the mundane world. He is... Um, He's Bhakta, Bhakta Abhiman. He has that, that identity of a devotee. He's the Adi Guru. He is Lord Balaram, giving spiritual strength to understand our real identity as a spirit soul um, and to become a lover of the Lord. Um, so he's giving that strength. But the second point, which I thought was quite interesting from that quote, that Lord Balaram gives us the strength to do what is correct, the strength to build a foundation for one's spiritual life on the ground of Shuddha Sattva, pure existence, governed as it is by Ram's Santani Shakti. So I thought we could just briefly explain what this is. Maybe some of you are already familiar, but I found it quite interesting. So there's uh, this Sandhani Shakti. Sometimes it's explained that, uh, that Krishna's Krishna is made up of uh, Sandani Shakti, Samvit Shakti, and Hladini Shakti, that um, eternity, knowledge, and bliss. So this Sandani Shakti is um, like the existent potency. Um, and it's said that Lord Balaram presides over the existence potency. Um, the, the Samvit Shakti, the knowing potency, is presided over by Krishna. And the bliss potency, the Hladini Shakti, is presided over by Shumati Radharani. 
So it said that the combination of the, the Samvit Shakti and the Hladini Shakti, um, for, for Leela to take place, it's a combination of those two that take place on the plane of Sandini Shakti. So that Sandini Shakti presided over by Lord Balaram manifests in many ways, for example, the Dharma itself. Um, I'll read a brief, a brief um, definition of the Sandini Shakti that I read once in this nice uh, Sri Gayatri Mancharata Deepika book. There's an essay in it by Srila Bhakti Pramod Puri Goswami, and he quotes Srila Bhakti Vinod Thakur. Um, it's just quite a nice um, description of Sandini Shakti. So Srila Bhakti Vinod Thakur, he says, Sandini Shakti is that potency which manifests in the quality of eternity and which connects or relates all jiva souls with the original absolute reality, expanding and extending that relationship and which thereby expands, widens and improves the very existence of all jiva souls. So I thought that's really nice to read that, that, you know, it improves the very existence of all Jiva souls, knowing that that potency is presided over by Lord Balaram himself. And another interesting point that I, that I uh, read about these three potencies um, is that uh, the Maha Mantra, the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, can be um, explained in so many different ways. But one way of explaining it um, is that, or one way of understanding it, is that it can be understood that uh, it, in the, the way of these three shaktis, that the Hare uh, is the Hladini Shakti, Krishna, the Samvit Shakti, and Ram, the Santhani Shakti. Um, so in, in this way, those, those three make up Vrindavan. So yeah, I just I thought that was uh, quite, um, quite interesting. I suppose in, in conclusion to, the, to this fourth verse, um, so we're seeing Nityananda Prabhu's extraordinary behaviour um, due to his his prema, his his um, absorption and complete love for Goranga Mahaprabhu, for Krishna, uh, understanding that Vraja Prem. Uh, about that he's he is Guru Tattva. He's the the source of the of the Bhakta Abhiman. He's the Santani Shakti. And he's, um, he's showing and he's able to give realization of Shuddha Sattva, like actual pure existence beyond all of this crazy mundane world. And there's also a very nice part um, in the first canto of Srimad Bhagavatam in the 14th chapter when Yudhishthira Maharaj is speaking to Arjun and he asks him about how's Lord Balaram. And in that... Um, Uh, I'll just find the book, sorry. In that, uh, in that verse, he calls Balaram, uh, he describes Balaram as the protector of the devotees. Um, Ramo Bhagavan Satvam Prabhu. That he, he asks, how's Balaram, the personality of Godhead and the protector of the devotees? And um, in the purport, uh, by Srila Prabhupada, it said that um, Sri Ram or Balaram is the protector of the devotees of the Lord. Baladev acts as the spiritual master of all devotees. 
and by his causeless mercy, the fallen souls are delivered. Sri Baladev appeared as Sri Nityananda Prabhu during the advent of Lord Chaitanya, and the great Lord Nityananda Prabhu exhibited his causeless mercy by delivering a pair of extremely fallen souls, namely Jagai and Madhai. Therefore, it is particularly mentioned herein that Balaram is the protector of the devotees of the Lord. By his divine grace only, one can approach the Supreme Lord, Sri Krishna, and thus Sri Balaram is the mercy incarnation of the Lord, manifested as the spiritual master, the saviour of the pure devotees. Sri Balaram Ji Ki Jai. So yeah, I thought that was really nice. Um, we'll go on to uh, the fifth verse now. Well, Chandas Thakur sings, Heino avatare yara, ratina janmilo, lochana bole se papi, elara gelo. Lochandas Thakur, he says, that sinful person who has not experienced the awakening of attachment for such an avatar simply comes and goes. Ela argelo, Ela argelo means like come, he just comes and goes, um, meaning like in the endless cycle of birth and death. Um, so, yeah, so he's saying someone who has not awakened attachment for, for such an avatar as Nityananda Prabhu, they're just such a, such a sinful person, they just simply just come and go. So, it's a very sad situation. Um, it, it's, it's very futile. And we don't want that. We we want that attachment to Lord Nityananda Prabhu. Um, it's extraordinary, you know, hearing about all the qualities of him. And um, and so I, I thought, you know, so many of our acharyas have um, have explained that it's actually um, essential to to get that attachment to Lord Nityananda Prabhu. Um, actually, essential. Um, uh, for example, uh, Narutam Das Thakur in uh, Nitai Padakamala, he, he explains that um, without Nitai, no one can reach Radha and Krishna. He says, clasp his lotus feet with full conviction. And then later on again, he, sa he says, when, when Nitai gives his grace, you'll reach Radha and Krishna in Braj. Embrace the lotus feet of Nityananda. So that's in the uh, Nitai Padakamala. Um, so much, like I say, all our acharyas, they're emphasizing how important it is to really take shelter of the lotus feet of Nityananda and they and they emphasize what is achievable if one does this, how everything, the, the highest goal is achievable by the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu. Even um, Sri Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami in, um, uh, in, in the chapter, uh, The Glories of Nityananda Balaram, when he, after he's uh, he's spoken about the dream that he had of Lord Nityananda Prabhu, and then he explains uh, 
about all, all that he has attained because of the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu. So because of him having the dream, Nityananda Prabhu directed him to go to Vrindavan and from there he, he wrote the Chaitanya Charitamrita. But he speaks some verses about when after he, when he reached Vrindavan and Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami, he says, all glory, all glory to Lord Nityananda Balaram, by whose mercy I have attained shelter in the transcendental abode of Vrindavan. All glory, all glory to the merciful Lord Nityananda, by whose mercy I have attained shelter at the lotus feet of Sri Rupa and Sri Sanatan. By his mercy, I have attained the shelter of the great personality, Sri Raghunath Das Goswami. And by his mercy, I have found the refuge of, of Sri Swarup Damodar. By the mercy of Sanatan Goswami, I have learned the final conclusions of devotional service. And by the grace of Sri Rupa Goswami, I have the highest nectar of devotional service. All glory, all glory to the lotus feet of Lord Nityananda, by whose mercy I have attained Sri Radha Govinda. So it's very beautiful. Um, and it's amazing, actually, when we think that, actually, so because of the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami wrote the Chaitanya Charitamrita and uh, the, the glories of, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu were, were, were spread to the world. And the other biography uh, that we know of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the other very, very significant one is the Chaitanya Bhagavat, which speaks more of the earlier life of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But this was written by Vrindavan Das Thakur, uh, who, as we know, was, he was the, the son of Narayani, and Narayani was the, the niece of Srivast Thakur. And when she was little, she got a lot of mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But um, her son, Vrindavan Das Thakur, he was actually the last disciple of Nityananda Prabhu. So again, it's due to the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu that both of these incredible biographies about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came about. So, um, you know, it's said that you know, without, without the mercy of Lord Nityananda, no one will get the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So we see that practically in, in these examples. Um, also, in the last session, we spoke a little bit about this um, wonderful song of uh, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur, this Borusukkerga um, Burgai, Borusukkerga Burgai, about the marketplace of the holy name and how Lord Nityananda Prabhu um, opened up this marketplace and all the going on, you know, everything that's happening there. And then in the very last verse of that song, Srila Bhaktivinoda says, uh, he says, Bhaktivinoda, uh, Daki koi, Daki means he loudly, loudly calls. Uh, he calls out in the last verse, except for the lotus feet of Lord Nityananda, there is no other shelter. So he loudly declares this. So I thought it was very important to, to share that all our charyas are, are really emphasizing the, the importance of taking shelter of Nityananda Prabhu. Um, so how do we take shelter? We, we've, we've read in studying this song, we see that, you know, he's freely distributing the Maha Mantra. He's asking everyone to, to chant and worship Gaurahari. So we know in this other song, Anartam Das Thakur, he's singing Golokera Prema Dham Harinam Sankirtan, that this Harinam Maha Mantra, again, is not from this world. 
it's uh, from Goloka Prema Dham, that the the Dham of that that pure love in Goloka, the same place that Nita and Goranga are, are coming there, Krishna and Balaram. Um, so we want to to take that holy name and to actually realize the importance of it and to actually realize the spiritual nature of of this holy name um and uh i guess in in order to do that we have to um i mean he's extremely merciful nityananda prabhu as we're as we're hearing but we also want to um you know really try to make effort in ourselves to really actually try to take what he's giving and to really try to be attentive um, to serving the holy name, you know, when we're chanting it. Um, my Guru Maharaj often says actually um, about the, you know, the two things that are vital um, for our, um, in our pursuit of enlightened life. He says, you know, the, the effort and the mercy. And it's actually interesting because quite soon, in a few weeks, I guess, next month, Kartik is starting. And often in Kartik, these two, uh, you know, the, the, the two fingers of the rope being too short. And it said that these two fingers represent the effort and the mercy. So um, we'll be thinking a lot about that more more soon. But so my Guru Maharaj, he, sa he says that as we know, uh, these two things are vital to us in our pursuit of enlightened life, effort and mercy. Uh, we should live as if our spiritual progress is dependent upon effort, while full knowing that without mercy, we can never be successful. So I guess in the same way, we know that without Lord Nityananda Prabhu's mercy, there, there is no other hope. Like Dr. Vinod Thakur says, there's no, there is no other shelter. Uh, we want to try to make effort um to actually take what he's giving and actually try um to to hear properly um try to apply ourselves and um you know studying and reading i'm really preaching to myself here <laughs> um but um and another thing my my guru Maharaj says that i think i heard this from padmanav maharaj and i may get this slightly wrong but i think the gist of it is that um that basically the amount of effort that like um that people put in this world into their you know to getting their sense gratification or to getting the fruits of their activities the amount of effort that they put in we should put as much effort um into cleansing our hearts um and uh i i really like that so you know we know that chanting we know that this is the process for cleansing the heart and that if we just apply ourselves um to really try to to serving the holy name properly that you know it will have that effect so i'm praying very much to be able to actually take advantage of that um and i pray for your blessings and i hope that the same the same for you um and to actually develop attachment for Lord Nityananda Prabhu. Um, so we hear, we hear Nityananda Tattva is Guru Tattva. Um, I mentioned in the first of these, uh, uh, first of these, of these talks, um, some examples of how, where I'd felt 
Nityananda Prabhu's mercy in various ways. Um, some some small examples, sometimes some like very unexpected kind of crazy thing would happen. And I, I could see, oh, this is like a like a wink from Lord Nityananda Prabhu. Um, but I will um, share something with you that um, in, in all honesty, you know, we hear, so Nityananda Prabhu, he's, he's Guru Tattva and it's said that he gives us Guru. And um, in all honesty, that's actually the, the time in my life where I really felt the, the biggest experience of Lord Nityananda Prabhu's mercy was actually when when I met my Guru Maharaj, Srila Bhaktivedanta Tripurari Swami Maharaj, um, because it was actually completely unexpected. And I felt such a flood of Nityananda Prabhu's mercy that um, there aren't really any words to describe it. But um, yeah, I just, I, I when when we met him, uh, I, I wasn't expecting um, to, to, to meet my spiritual master. I didn't expect it at all. I, I went with my partner who, who was very inspired by um, Tripurari Maharaj and he'd been in contact with him and he'd been listening to him for some years. I had also been listening to classes, but maybe not for so long. Um, and I was excited to meet him, uh, but I had, I had no idea. I had no idea um, what, what would happen. And it, it just it actually amazed me because for many years at that time I'd been practicing Krishna consciousness but you know I'd, I'd lived in a temple for, for some years um, in my early devotional life and uh, there, there had been times over the years where I'd sort of come close to maybe accepting initiation or but somehow there was always obstacles there was always oh I wasn't 100% sure there were various reasons but it was just it was just amazing how it happened when we met our Guru Maharaj that within just a couple of days I knew that if there was a chance even if there if there was just a chance to become his disciple that I knew for sure that I would not want to miss that chance and uh, it was really absolutely the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu how it all happened. One, because it was completely unexpected. And I've always felt that he always does these, um, he always surprises me with something very unusual. But also because of everything, the way that it happened, on, it was actually on uh, Balaram Pranima that the opportunity arose that um, that, there, that we were speaking with some of his other disciples and that maybe there was a chance that maybe we could also become his disciples. And then we went to speak with him and we spoke with him for quite a long time and explained all about my background and everything. And, and actually just, um, just the way it all happened. And then the next day he gave us Harinam initiation. He gave us um, that Harinam Nityananda Prabhu was also giving and then uh, a couple of years later um, Diksha Mantras but um, I just wanted to share that that was really like that was um, you know it said Nityananda Prabhu is Guru Tattva he gives us Guru and we can pray to him for that and I always I always did pray but I always felt well it's you know I don't know what will happen but for me that was a very big example of the mercy of Lord Nityananda Prabhu just how we met our Guru Maharaj and how and how he accepted me just in the same way that Lord Nityananda Prabhu doesn't discriminate and he has such causeless mercy and he will just accept 
you exactly the way that you are. And I really felt that um, from my Guru Maharaj. Um, so there is also another very nice story that I was going to share with you, as we're almost at the end of this now. Um, that just on the topic of our acharyas and our teachers always in emphasizing the importance of taking shelter of Lord Nityananda Prabhu. And um, I mentioned before about this, this nice book about the nectarian glories of Sri Nityananda Prabhu. And this was written by um, Srila Bhakti Sundar Govinda Dev Goswami Maharaj, a uh, disciple of Srila Bhakti Rakshak Sridhar Dev Goswami Maharaj. And in this book, he gives an account of um, the last days of his Guru Maharaj, of, of Srila Bhakti Rakshak Sridhar Dev Goswami Maharaj. And um, I'll just share this um, short extract with you. So he says, um, so when he's saying Srila Guru Maharaj, he's speaking about Srila Bhakti Rakshak Sridhar Maharaj. So we have seen Guru Maharaj show us that he is always depending on the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu. Up to his last days, when Srila Guru Maharaj was in his zone, upstairs in his room, or on his veranda, he was always chanting, Doyal Nitai, Doyal Nitai. Always his consciousness was under Nityananda Prabhu's mercy, and he was always thinking of Nityananda Prabhu. He forgot his position, everything, only asking for the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu, chanting, Doyal Nitai, Doyal Nitai, Doyal Nitai. When Srila Guru Maharaj would show sickness, his servant, Gaura Krishna Prabhu, would try to give Srila Guru Maharaj some relief. He thought only Harinam could help and would offer Srila Guru Maharaj his japamala. He would ask, shall I give you your chanting beads? You will get some relief. Guru Maharaj replied, no, 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 give these chanting beads to Govinda Maharaj. My only hope is Doyal Nitai. It was very clear. He was always calling, Doyal Nitai, Doyal Nitai. Lastly, Guru Maharaj was completely attached to Nityananda Prabhu's merciful glance. This was a miracle for me. Prabhupada Saraswati Thakur gave Srila Guru Maharaj exclusive charge of the Rupanuga line. But Srila Guru Maharaj said that without Nityananda Prabhu, you will not be able to enter that line. After entering, you can get everything, but you will not gain entrance without Nityananda Prabhu's mercy. So I thought that was really quite extraordinary as well, reading about um, Srila Bhakti Rakshak Sridhar Maharaj. Um, yeah, I guess, um, so, I mean, that's pretty much it for these series of talks. I just... Um, I wanted to share with you all also that, you know, from the very start, I was explaining to you that I was feeling very nervous to, to, to give these talks. And when um, Srila Padmanabh Maharaj asked me, I mean, the first time I kind of refused and then I felt, oh, I, I can't say no again. But I was I was quite worried thinking, what what will we speak about? What will we speak about? And I thought when I heard um uh, Brugalpad Prabhu's classes on um, how to give class. I, I thought they were really good. And I, you know, took some notes. And I was like, yes, this is good. And, and he, one of the things he said was that, you know, a class doesn't need to be as long as an hour. It can be like half an hour. And I thought, oh yeah, that'll be, that's good. Only half an hour. I could probably do that. 
Um, but actually, I've realised when I've been preparing these, and I've done it again, I've gone over an hour again, and I do apologise, but um, I just realised that when, it, when I was preparing them, there's actually just so much um, to say. And I feel that even this, these talks have only just been three sessions, but really I feel that we've barely, barely said anything, just tiny, tiny, you know, scratching the surface just a little bit about the glories of Nityananda Balaram. And um, yeah, I just, uh, I'm, I'm really happy that we were able to share something. Um, and I just, I actually, it made me think of this, there's this wonderful verse that Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami sings when he says, um, uh, Nityananda Mahima Sindhu Ananta Apara Ekakanas Parshimatras Sekripa Tanhara that the ocean of Lord Nityananda's glories is infinite and unfathomable. Only by his mercy can I touch even a drop of it. So I don't even know if I've even touched a drop, but just, I feel like there's just so much that could be said. There was so much more I wanted to say as well. I wanted to uh, speak more something about the associates of Nityananda Prabhu, how amazing that is, how you know, we spoke in the beginning how it's amazing that Krishna comes always with his eternal associates. But even like, you know, when Balaram came as Nittai, he brought the Dwadasha Gopals. They came too. And, you know, I didn't, we didn't speak about anything like that. But, you know, maybe when sometime in the future, there will be opportunity. Um, I will... Um, I'll read one last description for you, just to help give you something very nice to meditate upon about the beauty of Lord Nityananda Prabhu. Um, and then um, and then we'll sing the song. So, but this is also this is from the Chaitanya Bhagavat, the Madhya Kand, chapter four. Um, and uh, I, I first read this many, many years ago, and I wrote it out, and I used to sleep with it above where I, where I slept. I had it on the wall, and I just, I think it's such a beautiful description. So I'll share this with you. Um, Lord Gauranga met Nityananda Rai in the home of Nandanacharya. Nityananda's beautiful golden-coloured body had a slightly reddish hue. Glistening ornaments adorned his enchanting form. Bright yellow cloth caressed his hips. A yellow turban, the colour of a golden chumpak flower, decorated his head. As he walked, his ankle bells chimed sweetly. Juni, juni, juni. His eyes were wide and long like a deer. He removed the shyness of young girls by his brilliant lightning-like smile. His roaring like a lion, louder than monsoon clouds, subdued the mad elephants of Kali Yuga. Lord Nityananda walked with the gait of a maddened elephant. His peaceful lotus face was beautiful to behold when he cried tears of love. Absorbed in deep love of Krishna, his body would shiver, perspire and erupt all over with ecstatic symptoms. Holding a golden stick in his hand, he smashed the pride of Kali. Golden necklaces hung on his chest. Marvellous gem-inlaid earrings dangled on his cheeks. His hands were reddish like a night-blooming lotus. Attractive bangles intensified the beauty of his strong golden arms. Srinityananda Prabhu ki jai. So, um, yeah, I guess uh, 
um, we'll sing we'll sing the song now um it won't take very long because i know we've already gone over time but um i'm gonna uh, um oh one thing i actually forgot to do i think i will have to mute uh everybody uh let me see if i can do this uh participants only because i wish i didn't have to but otherwise it will be um we won't be because everyone will come in at different times it'll be hard but i will ask my other half Madan mohan prabhu to sing the call and response with me um so i hope that you will all join in um and uh Uh, yeah, so yeah, we'll sing it. You can all see the see the words, and um, yeah. So let's. Uh, oh, we'll get my, my cartels on the cartels. Oh, sorry, I did want to put the screen on Nityananda Prabhu, but if you'll, um, yeah, please. But wonderful. So, Sri Lochandas Thakur Ki Jai. Hey, no, I'll 
So I'll stop there. Do I stop stop sharing the screen? And uh, yeah, just thank you so much to everybody for being here. I'd also really like to express um uh, a special thanks to Kali Yuga Parvana Prabhu for translating these talks. Um, thank you very much, Prabhu, and thank you to everyone who's 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 here and who's taken part and who's heard. And if anyone has any um, questions or comments or um, anything, please please share. Or if not, sorry, I know we've got, we have gone over time a bit. Uh, So someone is asking if we can write in the chat uh, the name to find, oh, to, to find the song. Is, is that what it was asking? Uh. Yeah, I can write it in the chat. Akrodha. Paramananda Nityananda Rai by Yeah, I think hopefully that's okay. Uh, 
yeah, if there's nothing else, then I'll just. Uh, thank, yeah. thank you for thank the you. series. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Thank you. It's really nice to see you both and everybody. Thank you. Thank it you. is very nice. And uh, I like how you elaborate all around the song and about you talk about Nityananda. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Haribo. Hey, Haribo, everybody. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I wish you all the best blessings of Nityananda Prabhu. Um, oh, I'll share one, one, one quick little secret with you quickly, because I mentioned in the first class about having the beautiful lotus slippers of um, Kodini Tai, one of the deity in Scotland, in the temple where I used to live. And I mentioned that I made this vow many years ago to, you know, pray to him every day. And I have to must put these shoes on my head every day. But actually, I will share with you all that when I do this every day, I actually pray to him first that actually first he, those beautiful lotus slippers would go on the heads of everyone in that or in all the multiverse. So all of you are getting his lotus slippers on your head every day. <laughs> and then I pray that he would put them on mine as well. <laughs> but I wish you all the best blessings and thank you so much. Hare Krishna. Srimati Mohini Devi Dasi Ki. Jai. Jai. Vaishnav Sangha ki jai, Anand Kuti Vaishnav Bindh ki jai, Chilgurudev ki jai.